I need to explain to you something that um, I haven't truly shared in depth. I N dash D E P T H. In other words, in layman's terms, I'm going to talk to you about the promiscuity of my self as a child and as a teenager, an adolescent child. So, I remember this was when I was in the crime world where I was sexually active when I was five years old. Um, I was shooting blanks. That's slang for biologically I couldn't come. In other words, ejaculation wasn't happening for me. I was too young to do that and my body had not yet reached puberty, far away from puberty. And I was doing that because of the male rape culture, female rape culture, and rape cult in the rape culturing of those within gender and sexual diversity, you know. Um, they were raping I mean people regardless of their gender identity, sexual orientation, and sex characteristics. So cisgender heterosexual people weren't the only people being raped. They raped non-binary, gender non-conforming people, LGBTQ plus people. And um, so I'm not bashing promiscuity because some people are able to be about ethical promiscuity. And then there's some people who engage in unethical promiscuity. So I'm bashing the unethical promiscuity that I was raised with. I'm not bashing the ethical promiscuity that I have gotten to learn due to solid human beings and based upon credible research. Knowing people and research and um, Googling the facts. So I'm bashing the people in that world of crime that were doing the unethical promiscuity and trying to make me that. So let me get to directly to the point 100% this time. So I was having sex with uh, girls in my age bracket when I was five. A little older. Usually a little older, sometimes my age or... And, um... These girls were... Um, people that dealt with the same kinds of traumas I am because the way we would talk about the trauma in limited kid language, I'm not saying kids can't use wise language. I'm not saying that kids are not gifted linguistically. I'm just saying it was limited because I didn't, I didn't, we didn't have the vocabulary that adults would have to talk about heavy subjects and light-hearted subjects. Um, we used the limited vernacular that we had at that time. So they were going through the exact same things I was going through. They, we both came from broken homes, dysfunctional families, um, forced to live the street life, forced to live the crime life, mental health challenges, racism, sexism, rape culture, the whole, the whole, it was more than the whole nine yards. It was a hundred plus yards, infinity amount of yards. So I was, I live, I was forced to endure my, a life of reckless promiscuity in terms of my behavior from the age of five all the way to my early 20s. 
So I lived an unhealthy, promiscuous life for at least 17 years, maybe a little bit longer. By the time I was 25, the um, the the unhealthy promiscuity ended for good. So 9.9 out of 10 were females. Turns ones I was having sex with. Um, very um, very little were men. Um, and the other very little were non-binary persons. Adults, non-binary adults too. So it was neck and neck turns 0.1%. You could, it was between the LGBTQ plus men and the um, gender non-conforming, non-binary adults. But the majority of my partners when I was a teenager were, I mean, all of my consensual sex partners at that time were girls. The non-consensual sex, the rape, was the grown women. That's not sex, that's rape. So when I was 7 and 13, you know, after organized crime ended, I, again, you know, I was pushed out. I was, at that time, sleeping with girls in my age bracket, a little bit older, as if there was no tomorrow. Um, I never got anybody pregnant. I used the pull-out method. I discouraged the pull-out method because any birth control method that's not in the 90s percentile I say don't even bother using it because pre-cum can cause you to be a biological parent if you are careless, not even careful. I didn't know that at the time. I just knew that, well, semen can make you a father. That's what I knew. So I would pull away my penis, my testicles, my scrotum, and ejaculation away from them before it got too much or enough to make me a dad. And I used to pull out methods sometimes from the age of 12, 11, 13, when I started having come, all the way to my early 20s. But for the most part, I used um, condoms. I wasn't always consistent with it because when you're traumatized, and yes, I had comprehensive sex education at Ivy Mount School, I didn't always have the consciousness to use a condom. Sometimes I would use it at the last minute, or, oh my God, use a condom, pull out method, or in the middle of sex, let me pull out a condom when it was in the sex, or before it gets hot, you know, all the way hot and heavy, kissing, oh, put this condom on for me, or I'll put it on for me, right? When I started having consensual sex, you know, college years, in terms of women now, they would usually put the condom on for me. They would usually get condoms for me at the free clinic, or they would sometimes... If the free clinic was closed, they would purchase condoms for me. I never bought a condom. And so you're probably wondering, how did you use condoms even as a um, pre-adolescent adolescent? Well, the young ladies had um, people that they were cool with at the free clinics who would, you know, nobody was looking, you know, hey, Here's uh, free condoms for you and whoever you with. Because they grew up in a home where having sex early was normal. Ve- having sex very early was normal. 
So that's what happened. Um, I don't encourage children to have sex very early. Never have, never will. But when I think about um, how I would meet these girls, um, I was I, I had enough socialization of a social butterfly where. They would gravitate towards me everywhere I went. And that's how the sex would commence. How, you know, did you sneak into their parents' home? Unfortunately, yes. I discouraged that. But because I, we were traumatized, we did what traumatized people do. I'm not excusing it. I'm not glorifying it. I'm telling these hard truths. No pun intended. And did we sneak into, um, you know, like buildings that had like a bedroom and have sex? Yeah, we, it wasn't purposeful entering and breaking and entering. I mean, it was... We didn't know how to... be lawful 100% about sexual decisions um I remember sneaking in the cars cause some people would leave their cars unlocked and it was ne- it, and it would be like behind it would be in abandoned areas where people usually weren't there, so that's what that's where we have sex sometimes. Um, I just remember sneaking into bathrooms having sex. Um, so that's how the sex would happen. And I remember um, this; these patterns happen from five all the way to seventeen. When I was started dealing with women, and I s- stopped sleeping with girls at seventeen. Um, and I started dealing with women consensually. I didn't have to. I, I I no longer snuck around in terms of sneaking sneaking into like architecture. Women had their own architecture because they were grown, their own residences. So they would, you know, we would have out of sex with the women in all rooms and spaces of their residences and um, going back to you know my being a child um, I want to explain this so this is what I want to talk about in terms of how adults should treat children adults should never victimize children with objectification in other words Adults should never be in the act of treating a child as an object nor a thing. Adults should never victimize children with dehumanization. In other words, adults should never be in the act of disavowing the humanity of children. Adults should never victimize children with sexual objectification. In other words, adults should never be in the act of treating a child as a mere object of sexual desire. Adults should never victimize children with self-objectification. Adults should never be in the act of stimulating 
the objectification of oneself as a child, in other words. Adults should never victimize children with reification. In other words, adults should never be in the act of the objectification of social relationships of children. Adults should never victimize children with instrumentality. In other words, adults never should be treating the child as a tool for their purposes. Their meaning adults. Adults should never victimize children with denial of autonomy. In other words, adults never should be treating the child as lacking in autonomy nor self-determination. Adults should never victimize children with inertness. In other words, adults never should be treating the child as lacking in agency nor activity. Adults should never victimize children with fungibility. In other words, adults never should be treating the child as interchangeable with parentheses other objects. Children are fully human. Adults never ever victimize children with violability. Adults should never be doing that. In other words, adults never should be treating the child as lacking in boundary, integrity, and viable as something that is permissible to break up, smash, break into. Adults should never victimize children with ownership. In other words, adults never should be treating the child as though they can be owned, bought, and sold such as slavery. Adults should never victimize children with denial of subjectivity. In other words, Adults adults should never be treating the child as though there is no need for concern for their experiences and their feelings. Adults should... Adults should never victimize children with reduction to body. In other words, adults should never dish out the treatment of a child as identified with their bodies and their body parts. Adults should never victimize children with reduction to appearance. In other words, Adults should never dish out the treatment of a child, primarily in terms of how they look and how they appear to the senses.
Adults should never victimize children with silence. In other words, adults should never dish out the treatment of a child as if they are silent, lacking the capacity to speak. Adults should never victimize children with commodification. In other words, adults never should be treating a child as a commodity nor an object without regards to their personality and and their dignity. I want to put a disclaimer for what I'm about to say, too. I'm not victim-blaming children, okay? I'm not victim-gaming children. I'm not victim-shaming children. I'm just speaking ideally on how children should treat adults. I'm not victim-blaming, victim-shaming, or victim-gaming myself and the other children who were victimized by adults. Again, I'm just saying this is how usually children should conduct themselves with adults. That's it. I'm not clowning any of us kids at that time. I'm not clowning us at all. Um, Lawfully... Um, children should never victimize adults with objectification. In other words, children should never be in the act of treating an adult as an object nor a thing. Children should never victimize adults with demonization. In other words, children should never be in the act of disavowing the humanity of adults. Children should never victimize adults with sexual objectification. In other words, children should never be in the act of treating an adult as a mere object of sexual desire. Children should never victimize adults with self-objectification. In other words, children should never stimulate the objectification of oneself as an adult. In other words... Children should never victimize adults with reification. In other words, children should should never be in the act of the objectification of of the social relationship of adults. Children should never victimize adults with commodification. In other words, children should should never be treating an adult as a commodity nor an object without regard to their personality and their dignity. Children should never victimize adults with instrumentality. In other words, 
children never should be treating the adult as a tool for their meeting children's purposes. Children should never victimize adults with denial of autonomy. In other words, children never should be treating the adult as lacking in autonomy nor self-determination. Children should never be victimizing adults with inertness. In other words, children never should be treating the adult as lacking in agency and activity. Children should never victimize adults with fungibility. In other words, children never should be treating the adult as interchangeable with princes other objects. Adults are fully human. Children should never victimize adults with violability. In other words, children never should be treating the adult as lacking in boundary, integrity, and viable as something that is permissible to break up, smash, break into. Children should never victimize adults with ownership. In other words, children never should be treating the adult as though they can be owned, bought, and sold, such as slavery. Um, Children should never victimize adults with denial of subjectivity. In other words, children... Never should be treating the adult as though there is no need for concern for their experiences and their feelings. Children should never victimize adults with reduction of body. In other words, children should never dish out the treatment of an adult as identified with their bodies and their body parts. Children should never victimize adults with reduction to appearance. In other words, children never should dish out the treatment of an adult primarily in terms of how they look and how they appear to the senses. Children should never victimize adults with silence. In other words, children never should dish out the treatment of an adult as if they are silent, lacking the capacity to speak. Adults should never victimize other adults with objectification. In other words, adults should never be in the act of treating other adults as objects nor as things. Adults should never victimize other adults with dehumanization. In other words, adults should never be in the act of disavowing the humanity of other adults. Adults should never victimize other adults with sexual objectification. In other words, adults should never be in the act of treating other adults as mere objects of sexual desire. Adults should never victimize other adults with self-objectification. In other words, adults should never stimulate within other adults the objectification of oneself as an adult. Adults should never victimize other adults' reification. In other words, adults should never be in the act of the objectification of the social relationships of other adults. Adults should never victimize other adults with commodification. In other words, adults never should be treating other adults as commodities and as objects without regard to their personalities and their dignities. Adults should never victimize other adults with instrumentality. In other words, adults... Never should be treating other adults as tools for their purposes.
adult should never victimize other adults with denial of autonomy. In other words, adults should never be treating other adults as lacking in autonomy and self-determination. Adults should never victimize other adults with inertness. In other words, adults should never be treating other adults as lacking in agency and activity. Adults should never victimize other adults with fungibility. In other words, adults should never be treating other adults as interchangeable with Prince's other objects. Adults should never victimize other adults with violability. In other words, adults never should be treating other adults as lacking in boundary, integrity, and viable as something that is permissible to break up, smash, break into. Adults should never victimize other adults with ownership. In other words, adults should never be treating other adults as though they could be owned, bought, and sold, such as slavery. Adults should never victimize other adults with denial of subjectivity. In other words, adults should never be treating other adults as though there is no need for concern for their experiences and their feelings. Adults should never victimize other adults with reduction to body. In other words, adults should never dish out the treatment of other adults as identified with their bodies and their body parts. Adults should never victimize other adults with reduction to appearance. In other words, adults should never dish out the treatment of other adults primarily in terms of how they look and how they appear to the senses. S-E-N-S-E-S. Lastly, adults should never victimize other adults with silence. In other words, adults should never dish out the treatment of other adults as if they are silent, lacking the capacity to speak. Children should never victimize other children with objectification. In other words, children should never be in the act of treating other children as objects nor as things. Children should never victimize other children with dehumanization. In other words, children should never be in the act of disavowing the humanity of other children. Children should never victimize other children with sexual objectification. In other words, Children should never be in the act of treating other children as mere objects of sexual desire. Children should never victimize other children with self-objectification. In other words, children should never stimulate the objectification of oneself as a child. Children should never victimize other children with reification. In other words, children should never be in the act of the objectification of social relationships of other children. Children should never victimize other children with commodification. In other words, children never should be treating other children as commodities and as objects without regard to their personalities and their dignities. Children should never victimize other children instrumentality. In other words, children never should be treating other children as a tool for their purposes. Children should never victimize other children with denial of autonomy. In other words, children should never be treating other children as lacking in autonomy and self-determination. Children should never victimize other children with inertness. In other words, children should never be treating other children as lacking in agency and activity. 
children should never victimize other children with fungibility. In other words, children should never be treating other children as interchangeable with parentheses other objects. Children should never victimize other children with violability. In other words, children never should be treating other children as lacking in boundary, integrity, and viable as something that is permissible to break up, smash, break into. Children should never treat children should never victimize other children with ownership. In other words, children should never be treating other children as though they could be owned, bought, and sold, such as slavery. Children should never victimize other children with denial of subjectivity. In other words, children never should be treating other children as though there is no need for concern for their experiences and their feelings. Children should never victimize other children with reduction of body. In other words, children should never dish out the treatment of other children as they identify with their bodies and their body parts. Children should never victimize other children with reduction to appearance. In other words, children should never dish out the treatment of other children primarily in terms of how they look and how they appear to the senses. Lastly, children should never victimize other children with silence. In other words, children should never dish out the treatment of other children as if they're silent, lacking the capacity to speak. So when it comes to Adults with other adults. Adults should be treating one another with right views, right understandings, right thoughts, right intentions, right speech, right actions, right livelihood, right efforts, right mindfulness, and right concentration. Children should be treating each other with right views, right understandings, right thoughts, right intention, right speech, right actions, right livelihood, right efforts, right mindfulness, right concentration. So the first two, I talked about how adults should treat one another and how children should treat one another. One more time. Adults should be treating other adults with right views, right understandings, right thoughts, right intentions, right speech, right actions, right livelihood, right efforts, right mindfulness, right concentration. And one more time, children should be treating other children with right views, right understandings, right thoughts, right intentions, right speech, right actions, right livelihood, right efforts, right mindfulness, and right concentration. Now, adults and children... Should adults should treat children with right views, right understandings, right thoughts, right intentions, right speech, right actions, right livelihood, right efforts, right mindfulness, right concentration. Children should be treating adults with right views, right understandings, right thoughts, right intentions, right speech, right actions, right livelihood, right efforts, right mindfulness, and right concentration. So adults and children should be treating each other with right views, right understandings, right thoughts, right intentions, right speech, right actions, right livelihood, right efforts, right mindfulness, and right concentration. R-I-G-H-T. Now I'm going to stop with some with um, the reading portion that I put in my own words to some extent. And now I'm going to talk to you off the top of my head. After I say this, now you fully understand why I love this particular passage of scripture of the Bible, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, 
And I'll say it one more time. Do not rebuke an older man harshly, but exhort him as if he were your father. Treat younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, and younger women as sisters with absolute purity. And um, I recognize, okay, I read a little bit more than I'm really talking on top of my head the rest of the time being. Um, I want to make it clear so people won't think I'm, I'm hateful. Um, I am for... Um, Sex workers' rights, as y'all know. So I'm a pro-sex work type of person. And what I'm about to say, it, make, it can make people easily go, oh, you're anti-sex work. No, I'm not. I'm talking about this happened in my childhood. One of the reasons why I was a promiscuous child and a promiscuous teenager is because at some of the people... Um, that raped me were um, as a child I remember being raped by some webcam models I was raped by some pornographic models I was raped by some strippers I was raped by some naked butlers I was raped by those I was raped by some of those who did pole dancing. I was raped by some phone sex operators. I was raped by some who do go-go dancing. I was raped by some who did erotic dancing. I was raped by some who did neo-burlesque. I was raped by some who did twerking. I was raped by some who did strip teases. I was raped by some who did table dance. I was raped by some who did erotic massages. I was raped by some who did bumping, freaking, and grinding. I was raped by some who did lap dancing. I was raped by some who did pornographic film acting. I was raped by some who did... Who, I was raped by some who were peep show performers. I was raped by some who did escort services. I was raped by some who did girlfriend experience. I was raped by some who did boyfriend experience. I was raped by some who were sugar babies. I was raped by some who were sugar parents. I was raped by some who were gigolos. I was raped by some who were the organized crime version of sexual surrogates. I was raped by some who did street prostitution. I was raped by some who did indoor prostitution. I was raped by some who did brothel work. I was raped by some who did massage related prostitution. I was raped by some who did bar casino prostitution. I was raped by some who did dominatrixes. I was raped by some who were dominatrixes. So let me make it clear. I am in favor of ethical webcam modeling. I am in favor of ethical pornographic modeling. I am in favor of ethical strippers. I'm fa- I'm in favor of ethical naked butlers. I'm in favor of ethical pole dancing. I am in favor of ethical phone sex operators. I'm in favor of ethical go-go dancing. I'm in favor of ethical erotic dancing. I'm in favor of ethical neo-burlesque. I'm in favor of ethical twerking. I'm in favor of ethical strip teases. I'm in favor of ethical table dance. I'm in favor of ethical erotic massage. I'm in favor of ethical grinding. I'm in favor of ethical lap dancing. I'm in favor of ethical pornographic film acting. I'm in favor of ethical peep show performers. I'm in favor of ethical escort services. I'm in favor of ethical girlfriend experience. I'm in favor of ethical sugar babies. I'm in favor of the lawful version of sexual surrogates. I'm in favor of ethical street prostitution. I'm in favor of ethical indoor prostitution. I'm in favor of ethical brothel work. I'm in favor of ethical massage prostitution. I'm in favor of ethical bar casino prostitution. I'm in favor of ethical dominatrices. Okay, so now you understand the differences. I was raped in brothels and crack houses. I'm in favor of ethical brothels, though. 
I'm in favor of ethical massage parlors. I'm in favor of ethical bars and ethical casinos. That too. Um, I was raped by those who... I was raped by some who did can-can. I was raped by some who did hoochie-coochie. I was raped by some who did mushra, M-U-J-R-A. I was raped by some who did uh, sexercise. I was raped by some who did the bubble dance. I was raped by some who did fan dance. I was raped by some who did gown and glove strip tees. I was raped by some who did couch dance. I was raped by some who did contact dance. I was raped by some who did limit lap dance. I was raped by some who did dance of the seven veils. Let me make it clear. I'm for ethical hoochie-coochie, ethical mushra, ethical sexercise, ethical bubble dance, ethical fan dance, ethical gown and glove strip tees, Ethical couch dance, ethical contact dance, and ethical limo lap dance, ethical dance of the seven veils. Okay. So you probably want, and I was raped by some who were exotic dancers. I am for ethical exotic dancers. So I love ethical erotic dances and ethical exotic dances, despite the fact that I was raped by some who were erotic dancers. So you're probably wondering what happened to these these particular devils in the sex work world that raped me. They were all beaten, robbed, and killed because... They were the types that had a horrible reputation everywhere they went. And in the crime world, if you have a horrible reputation everywhere you go, they won't let you breathe. They were very notorious in the crime world for being heartless even though the crime crime in itself is heartless, they these devils in, in, who did sex work profession who raped me, they were like over the top, heartless, mindless, soulless. So mostly the streets killed them. Some of their customers that they were just belligerent to. Um, the rest of their customers killed them. These were the types that they the streets didn't even want you to go to jail. They just wanted you dead. So that's what happened to all of them. Um, and um. So those are some of the reasons. And um, lastly, in the night, one of the other reasons why I was a promiscuous teenager, promiscuous kid, was because in the organized crime-owned nightlife, I was raped in some pubs, I was raped in some bars, I was raped in some nightclubs, I was raped in some parties, I was raped in some after-hours clubs, I was raped in some concerts, I was raped in some cabarets, I was raped in some theaters, I was raped in some cinemas, I was raped in some shows, I was raped in some live music, I was raped by some night owls, I was raped by those who did nightlife entertainment and nightlife. Or the organized crime figures owned all of these venues, like I told you, so that's how these things happen. And don't get me wrong, I'm for ethical nightlife, ethical pubs, ethical bars, Ethical nightclubs, ethical parties, ethical live music, ethical concerts, ethical cabarets, ethical theater, ethical cinemas, ethical shows, 
Ethical Night Life Entertainment, Ethical Night Owl. So, I know the distinctions. Um, And what happened to these particular criminals that raped me? They, um, they all went to prison. Shortly after they raped me, they started serving time in prison for committing federal crimes. Based on what I was, that was confirmed to me in the street, so, um, you're learning all the rest of the reasons why I was um, promiscuous as a as a youth. And let's just say they're all gonna die in prison. That's how long their sentence of incarceration imprisonment was. They live solid, solitary confinement type of lives based upon what the streets confirmed to me about them all. So, I remember um, being indiscriminate in my sexual choices as promiscuous youngster and um, I was having sex with different female partners girls very frequently and um, they were mad when I didn't impregnate them the women were mad when I didn't impregnate them when I became a of age young man. And um, I remember, you know, the hurt look on their faces when the pregnancy test came back negative. When it came to the girls when I was sleeping with girls and it came to women when I started sleeping with women as an, an adult man. Um, I remember... Um, Being in that kind of world, it was just, uh... I I was made to feel like I was a sexual train whack a sexual bus wreck, a sexual car wreck, a sexual truck wreck, and a sexual van wreck. That's how I was made to feel like I was. I'm none of those things by nature. I know that now and forevermore. Back then, I didn't have the full understandings of those things. And, uh, I just remember, um, Dropping a world of penis envy, which I hate. Um, size was everything um, at that time in my life when it came to the young ladies and any of the women. Young ladies meaning girls I was sleeping with and women I was sleeping with as an adult man. Um, I'm not the type to brag about my penis size, um, but I was one of the big, one of the reasons I was able to have sex with them because they were the ones bragging about my genitalia. I don't say that to glorify hypermasculinity because I hate hypermasculinity but I have to tell hard truths about my life because it's therapeutic to other people it's not just therapeutic to myself I'm not a fan of 
bragging about how big your genitalia is. I was indoctrinated with that at the age of five by criminals. I'm not the type that will shame a person for the hair or lack thereof on the genitalia. But that was normal in the crime world when I was five years old. And, uh, you know, the whole big feet, big penis type of stereotype. I've, I've always hated that stereotype, but I was indoctrinated with it when I was a five-year-old kid by felonious lawbreakers. Um, and the, and the, one of the reasons why the women would sleep with me as an adult man, because my shoe size impressed them when they asked me for it. And the girls, when I was a boy, would ask me my shoe size. And my shoe size um, impressed them. If they weren't impressed, no sex. If they were impressed, that meant sex. And that's what occurred. I don't like to brag about how many I slept with, but many people after organized crime would say that my number was higher than Hugh Hefner and Wilt Chamberlain combined. That's what they said. I never counted how many I slept with. Never have. But many people else after organized crime, they did. I'm talking about women when it came to my life as an adult man and girls when it came to my life as a boy. When I was sexually active as a boy with girls, and I was sexually active as a man with women. Um, some of the women even counted a little bit of the men and non-binary adults sleeping with as an, an adult man. And um, I always hated it. They said I slept with more females than Casanova. They said I attract more, I slept with more women than Big Daddy Kane, or I slept, or I was involved with more women than Prince, the late, or the late um, music legend. Um, they said that the Playboy mansion doesn't have any doesn't have as many females as Antonio does and I remember they would say um, that I slept with more women than any porn star dead and alive combined. That's what they used to say about me. It was always abhorrent to me. Always happened, always will be that they said such things, so... Um... That's pretty much how my life went um, as a child in terms of promiscuity how my teenage years were like in terms of promiscuity and how my early young adulthood was like in terms of promiscuity.